is Devin Blankenbiller, and welcome to another episode of the Going Deeper podcast, where we dig deep into the bedrock of God's Word and stand fast on that and hold fast to God's Word. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold fast to the confession of our faith, for he who promised is faithful. And uh, so just excited. Today's theme is called, It's Going to Be Okay. Theme today is, It's Going to Be Okay. And when I say that, I'm not saying trust Devin, it's going to be okay. I'm saying let us trust Jesus and let us trust God's word that it is going to be okay. Jesus didn't literally use the words okay, but you know, so many times Jesus reminded his disciples, look, calm down, relax, everything's going to be fine. So when when uh, they were surrounded by 5,000 men or more and plus women and children and they were hungry and Jesus felt to feed them, right? John chapter 6 and you know, he says, you know, what are we going to do to the disciples? Their disciples are like, we don't, you know, take 200 denarii to feed all these people. What are we going to do? They are panicking, right? And Jesus is like, sit them down, a.k.a. it's going to be okay. You know, when they, when the disciples were in the boat and Jesus was walking on the water and, and there was this huge storm and then they see a ghost and they were terrified and they were frightened. Again, Jesus says, Calm down. Do not be afraid. It is I, right? It's going to be okay, basically. And we need to hear these words today. I don't need to tell you why we need to hear the words. It's going to be okay, right? In the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of all the just the protesting and the racial injustice and the, the pain that that brings and the rioting, in the midst of all the changes to our routines and kids at home and work settings different and shifted, again, we all expected this to be like a two-week window when we first hit it, and now it's a. Then it was a two-month. Now it's seven months, and and on top of that, we have this huge election on the horizon that's bringing more divide in our country, and um, and and all this, right? What's this bringing? It's bringing anxiety. It's bringing depression. It's bringing struggle. It's bringing addiction. And uh, and so uh, recently, back in the end of June, the CDC did a. Uh, a survey to 5,400 Americans asking them some questions. And, and check this out. Uh, in that service, survey, it revealed 41% of those in the surveys were struggling with anxiety or depression because of what we're going on right now in our country. Uh, 13% of them were either initiating or increasing substance abuse. So not the same substance abuse, but 13% initiating or increasing substance abuse. And 11% were thinking suicidal thoughts. If that doesn't sound worse enough, bad enough, the, the, the young adults in that survey, which are the, those who took that survey who were from the age 18 to 24, 63% of the young adults were struggling with anxiety or depression. 25% were either initiating or increasing substance abuse. And 25% were thinking suicidal thoughts. Listen, that survey causes us to have an alarm, right? Uh, I mean, we need to come back to the Word of God to release this anxiety, this depression, this fear, this worry. We need to hear Jesus say, it's going to be okay. And I understand that some... Um, depression, some anxiety is caused physically, that there's a physical imbalance, right? Changes our emotions and mood swings. I, I understand that. And if, if that's you, I'm, I'm not really addressing that. 
What I'm addressing is that it's it's the circumstances in our life that also bring anxiety and depression our way, which is why these numbers are on the rise so much. It's not because people are physically changing, it's because of their circumstances. So today we're going to dig deep into Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, we're going to pick it up in verse 25, as Jesus basically tells us, listen, it's going to be okay. So Jesus says this in Matthew 6, 25. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more, not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of his life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow, neither toil nor spin, right? I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Now listen, I'm going to just share a couple things why it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because God is our Father. God is our Father. I believe that anxiety, our anxiety, is an indictment against our Heavenly Father. Jesus is making this point very harshly, right? Doesn't God prove to the birds of the air and doesn't, doesn't, when we see the birds and how he takes care of them, doesn't that prove that God is going to take care of them, that he's going to feed them? When we look at the lilies, doesn't that prove that in the same way that God clothed them, right, and has a purpose for them, they're here today, gone tomorrow, doesn't that prove that God is going to provide? Isn't that saying that we should just relax and trust God? And when we don't trust God in the hardest of times, right, what, what are we saying? We're saying that God isn't going to provide for us, right? We're not trusting him, right? And speaking as a father, I know that I have two main responsibilities as a father that are, are higher and greater than any other my other responsibilities. My first responsibility is to protect my family. My second responsibility as a father is to provide for my family. I understand that there's a lot of other things that I need to do as a father, but if I miss the mark on those two things, I blow it as being a father. And so I ask you this question, is God capable to provide for you? And is God capable to bring you through this difficult time? Because if so, it's going to be okay. I love what Jesus reminds us in Matthew 5:48. He says, "Be perfect." as your heavenly Father is perfect. Listen, God is perfect. He is the perfect Father, and He is going to provide for us, and He is going to walk us through this, no matter what that looks like. And I can say today, it's going to be okay because of who He is as our Father. Jesus continues to, re- to say as He's teaching everyone, He says, Therefore, Do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things and your heavenly father knows that you need all of them. Listen, it's going to be okay because we know what we believe. We know and we have faith in God and because of that faith, it's going to be okay. Worry is the natural response 
of the unbeliever. Worry is the natural response of those who don't know God at all. That's why he's saying, listen, the Gentiles, yes, they worry about those things. Gentiles was a word, again, he's associating people who did not know God Almighty, the one true God, right? Uh, The pagans, right? They don't know God. Because they don't know God, they worry, right? Because all they have is their clothes and their food, and that's all they have to worry about. And, And for people who don't believe in God today, all they have is their bank accounts, their country, their jobs, their physical relationships. So because of that, of course, they're worrying, right? Their hope um, ends right here on this earth, right? So they will worry and they will be anxious. But for us who know God, who believe in God, right? Because we have faith, it's going to be okay because of our faith. Jesus um, brought this to light when he spoke to the the 5,000 people that he fed. In John's account of Jesus feeding the 5,000, after he fed the 5,000, he crosses the Sea of Galilee. Uh, Those people recognize that Jesus left and went to the other side to Capernaum. They follow Jesus. So when Jesus gets to the other side, those people who were fed were there. And Jesus says something very shocking. He's not impressed that they want to follow him. He says, you're only here, not because you saw a miracle, not because you want to trust and grow in a relationship with God. You're only here because you have your bellies fed, because you're full, because the material things, that the only thing you care about here on this earth, because that's all you want. That's why you're here. And then he goes on to say, you know, and they said, well, what should we do? Uh, How do we do the works of God? And Jesus answered them, this is the works of God, that you believe in him who has sent me. Believe in him who has sent me. That, That when we trust in God, when we believe in him, he's basically saying, just relax, calm down, believe in the one who sent me. It's going to be okay. Stop striving. You know, we need to just stop striving like all the people who don't believe in God. And we need to just come in and take a breath and believe and know it's going to be okay. Let me come back to Matthew chapter 6, okay, as as Jesus continues teaching. In verse 33, he says these famous words. He says, seek first, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Listen, it's going to be okay because what we seek is stable. I understand we're in a time where everything is shaking, but what we seek and what we hold on to as believers in Jesus Christ It's stable. It's not moving. And when we get anxious, it's because we're seeking the wrong thing. But when we when we walk in peace, it's when we turn and we start seeking the things that he wants us to seek. He says, seek first the kingdom of God. Think about that. Seek first God's kingdom. What God is doing. What God is moving in this land and seek first eternity, right? Listen, we serve a king. His name is Jesus. And that king has a kingdom. And we should desire to bring people into that kingdom. Listen, I'm recording this on Tuesday, September 29th. And today is a huge, tonight is a huge presidential election that many of you are probably going to watch. Many of you will probably read some sort of headline or social media response or opinion on what happens tonight. And, uh, and let me say this, I believe wholeheartedly that we are called to vote. I believe wholeheartedly uh, that we have a freedom and, and a God-given right to vote, that many people died so that we could have the freedom to, to vote and have political views. Um, I am thankful 
thankful um, that we are called to pray for our country. We're called to pray for our nation. We're called to pray for our leaders. And I would ask you to pray now in these last couple months leading up to election, now more than ever before. But church, with all that being said, can I say that I know that God is going to have his way in this country and that I know that God is the one who sets up kings and brings kings down, as it says in Daniel chapter 2. That I know that God, because he founded this country, he will have his way and he will choose either to pour out his mercy on this country or he will pour, choose to pour out wrath on this country. And, 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 and I pray for mercy, but I'm thankful that, that above being an American, I'm a child of God and I belong to a greater kingdom. And because of that, it's going to be okay. Let me make my final remarks here. Jesus ends this section by saying, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own troubles. My last thing I want to say is it's going to be okay because today will be fine. Today will be fine. Listen, Jesus is reminding us to live in the moment. It's good to plan. It's good to have a vision. It's good to look into the future, right? But it's also God's call for us to rest in the moments of life that God is giving us. It's good to rest today. Listen, wherever you're at, take a breath right now and just recognize and be in the moment. Stop worrying about tomorrow. Listen, I don't know if I'm going to be alive tomorrow. Do you? We can't guarantee that, right? So as far as today goes, I'm going to trust in God and I'm going to say everything's going to be okay. God is present, therefore live in the presence of God and enjoy the presence of God. I want to close by just reading Psalms 46 to you. It talks about God's presence. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help. In trouble. And because God is present right now with us, right here, today, right? It says, therefore, I will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. No matter what happens, I am not going to fear. And it goes down in verse 8. It says, come behold the works of the Lord. Stop and just think of all that God has done. All the amazingly difficult times and seasons and trials and pandemics and wars that God has brought people through. Behold the work of God. Think about them. He has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. And so then in 46 verse 10, he says, So be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth because the Lord of hosts is with us. Just be still. Just know it's going to be okay. No matter what happens tomorrow, no matter what happens next month, no matter what happens in November, no matter what happens in the beginning of 2021, just be still and know it's going to be okay because the Lord of hosts is with us. 
that word host, right? We, we think of the host of angels, that God is the Lord of hosts of angels. Many people have said, but that word host means the Lord is host over all people, that he's the Lord of hosts over the, the host of all animals, all creation, all creatures, that he's actually the Lord of hosts over every molecule and every atom, not just in the earth, but over the whole entire universe. He's the Lord of hosts over the billions and trillions of stars. He's the Lord of hosts over it all. So just be still and know that he is God and know that it's going to be okay. I hope this word gave you some encouragement today as we just get our eyes on him and recognize how great our God is. Uh, Listen, I want to invite you, join us some Sunday if you haven't, uh, online or in person at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. Watch, listen to some of our previous podcasts or messages. Listen, we want to invite you to get connected. Go to our website. We'll put a link here um, on the screen and and below. But go to our website. Go to the Connect Group page. Uh, Those are our different small groups. And we want to encourage you, listen, in this time to get connected to other believers so that you can find encouragement and hope in your life day in and day out. So there's different options for either in person or in Zoom. And we'd love for you to be a part. And remember, keep digging deep into the bedrock of God's word. Take care.